0: On the show, they bring together the best and brightest minds to share with you how to have a more confident financial picture. They empower listeners with simple common sense and financial wisdom. And now here are your hosts from LPF Advisors.
1: So I want to welcome everybody to the Confident Retirement Podcast brought to you by LPF Advisors. I'm your host, Chris Planning, and today I'm really excited about our guests. Have you ever thought about working, living, or retiring overseas? It seems like a pipe dream, but maybe it's not so far out there. Emily Braun is a Toronto-based international lifestyle consultant who has spent the last decade pursuing the best way to make overseas living possible. Her company specializes in aiding remote workers to find ideal destinations and helping clients discover the best places in the world to retire based on their unique circumstances. Emily, thanks for being here and welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for giving me opportunity to to meet you and speak with your followers and clients. I'm happy to share my information and I know people would have questions uh, about my business.
1: Well, I have so
2: many questions, so we're
1: we're gonna jump in. So I know that living, working or retiring overseas has crossed everybody's mind at some point, right? Everyone thinks about that, but few people actually do it. So I'd like you to take us through your story of what led you to opening up your business, um, helping people realize that dream.
2: So actually you outlined correctly, maybe the main difference between me and many other people. I am dreamer, but I'm also doer. So I've had this dream for years and speaking about my particular, um, Life and life experience. Uh, I was born in former uh, Soviet Union, uh, in what is now Independent uh, Republic of Moldova. I lived for years in what is now Independent Republic of Ukraine, traveled a lot in former Soviet countries, like former now, lived for years in Israel, and my second immigration for 24 years, I'm living in Canada. And at the same time, I'm avid traveler, and I traveled for, in more than 40 countries in, in the world, you know, during my lifespan. And um, I know exactly what is the difference between immigration, travel, and even digital nomad style. It's not for everyone, and I don't want to go to details right now. Uh, living for years and having home in canada and children my family here a couple of years ago i realized that unfortunately probably it will be not my last station <laughs> but i didn't take it uh, you know hard because of uh, you know cost of living and i realized that even with my hard work and i was working as it consultant for years in toronto and actually changed several professions, starting from engineering and other fields before, I realized that with uh, cost of living rising and other circumstances, I probably could not retire, you know, as I wish in Canada. And mm-hmm. on uh, advices to me to go up north a uh, couple of hundred uh, kilometers, I thought, no, I, I better would go south. And I started my exploration, which I actually had before. In my first experience, probably as uh, many of uh, listeners, it's Costa Rica. But I traveled in Panama, in Mexico, in other countries. I knew a lot of Europe, you, like I'm as Eastern European. I, I've i had more knowledge at this point about uh, European countries. Uh, but uh, I was starting to discover what Latin America can Or for me, and after then us, because I realized many people might find themselves in the same situation. And uh, what I started to do, actually, to connect with local expat communities. So point of my interest are expat communities. And uh, I started to collect information about life overseas in regards to retirees, baby boomers, actually, it was... And it's still my first target group. Actually, small secret, I belong to this group. And like last wave, and I fully understand and share probably the same concerns baby boomers in United States and Canada have at this point or might have soon. Mm -hmm. And several years ago, I opened just as a side project, my travel company, my boutique, uh, Small Travel Passion, it was the name and the first uh, two business direction i started to develop it's medical tourism but it's again the same uh, countries mexico panama uh, nicaragua and i launched program looking for retirement places with my uh, business partner in uh, mexico so we created like two tours i created for riviera maya and for Central uh, Mexican States from the cultural perspective to provide people information about what country is Mexico, because I felt it's under uh, evaluated, you know, with all the media. So in reg- like from lifestyle perspective, what kind of people are living, culture, you know, the, the information that uh, probably majority of people could not find in the Internet. Mm. So after some time, I decided that Mexico it's not enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> and because I understood that different people have different preferences, different budget, different desires. For example, Europeans, like in my Toronto communities, Eastern Europeans, immigrants prefer Europe. So other people would prefer Americas, Latin America. I cannot cover all the world just to, you know, there is a question sometimes about Asia. And I know how several wonderful places uh, can be found and exist in Asia, but so far I'm covering Europe and Latin America.
1: Well, you're only one person.
2: Yes, right? At this Sorry. time with my connections, with my connections in uh, in countries. And by the way, I have website emilybronn.com and destination tab on this website actually listing the countries I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's many countries my, where people might find the home, but in these particular countries, first of all, I have information, resources, and I have local connections, community connections, like real estate developer, developers, immigrant lawyers, or expat who might help people when they decided and landed in particular destination. Mm-hmm.
1: So, What do you think is the biggest misconception people have about working or living remotely, like, you know, overseas or in retirement? What's a big misconception that people have?
2: First of all, you know, I would divide remote workers from retirees. Which somehow can be overlapped. So, remote worker like direction, I actually added last year when I converted my business being from travel to actually international lifestyle consulting. When I realized that additional category of people and usually the younger than baby boomers, like 55 plus, but you know, might cover the same group age. People found after a year working remotely from home that they can do, you know, the same work, enjoying their life in the South, like in Mexico and other countries, Belize, Panama, Portugal. So this trend existed before for digital nomads who were kind of entertaining this uh, lifestyle for years. But now why I derive remote workers, because usually it's a family oriented people, you know, uh, people who just recently found the new condition and opportunities to work uh, from different places. And it might happen part time, you know, I'm not speaking about relocation only or immigration. Today we are not immigrating, we're relocating Full-time or part-time? Mm-hmm. And different groups have different, you know, priorities and lives. That's why I clearly understand that for retirees, the most important questions probably would be health system, you know, health care and the destination. Even now, everyone understands how it's important, you know, after a year of COVID. But, you know, for aging groups, it's became first priority. Like how close it's to home? logistic. Community living, by the way, important for both groups, but in different settings. But what I found, for example, in Mexico, it's very interesting for me was uh, to actually find out that the same places as digital nomad hubs are good for retirees, like Riviera Maya, like Playa del Carmen, for example, it's a world known hub for digital nomads. But at the same time, there's a lot of retirees who selected this city and this region, you know, for living. The same, I would say, maybe in less uh, respect to digital nomad Puerto Vallarta or central Mexican state. But every place, state, Mexican state in this case, has some specifics. You know, cost of living, medical uh, health condition, what kind of people, I'm speaking about expats and local people living there. Like you know more or less industrial, mountain. It depends what person prefer to, to see, you know, in the morning. It might be a mountain view, for example, for me, or seashore for other people. I'm taking consideration, you know, many factors uh, which really provide people a sense of comfort and uh, lifestyle they desire.
1: So are there some common fears or concerns that people have um, when they work with you about the relocation process, or you know, moving to a another country permanently um, in retirement, is there some you know like some common things they're afraid of or or want you to to ease their mind about?
2: Obviously, that's why actually I opened my business because I understood and I realized. After communicating with a number of people, and I was participating in several international conferences in this uh, topic, people considering this uh, move, but sometimes they don't have, you know, travel experience. And it's not only travel experience, immigration experience. And it's, you know, all what I was uh trying to resolve on my own being you know young and other than uh, part of the family and now kind of almost empty nester. So I understand these concerns, but I think the biggest concerns American and Canadians have at this time, you know, they might overlive their spending their retirement saving because it was proven that after uh, economical meltdown in 2008 uh, some people small business owners and even people who were considering they having enough uh, retirement funds found out that they evaporated they melted out some people you know found that that they cannot uh, subsidize their living uh, for the future and actually To age with dignity. Uh, You might remember recently Nomadland movies actually kind of touch this topic. And uh, I believe, I know that after, you know, this COVID uh, time, uh, like, will subside, we will have more statistics And, and it's reality. People who lost their small businesses, middle class actually suffered at most. Mm So uh, what I'm proposing uh, as a solution, how people can stretch their dollars, their savings, at the same time, not decrease, you know, lifestyle and maybe even get luxury on, uh, you know, paycheck, social security checks they might receive in the United States and we know about cost of health uh, expenses uh, rising actually the same coming to Canada but what I'm offering actually to alleviate the stresses and um, fears what I'm saying let's work together and prepare plan step-by-step plan it's what I am offering to people and it's where I am here and actually offering my services so there is some initial consultation and people can find questionnaire on my website on consultation page know yourself questionnaire you know like financial advisors and other specialists are offering but here it's actually detailed questionnaire from different lifestyle aspects and I'm asking people to fill it together with their partners like family members if uh, they're planning it together because yeah. at this level you know it's better to clarify some differences and to understand and have actually you know common vision and plans what might be the better condition and I do it you know by budget taking in account a specific family condition, a health condition, and many other factors which are people actually identifying in a form. So they come to me and we're starting to work together kind of I'm have a feeling already you know what country might work for them or maybe they have already idea. I've had cases when people were asking me about say Ecuador and I was asking okay why Ecuador and I found out only because, you know, their friend or somebody they know actually retired in Ecuador. But during the conversation, I found that actually Portugal might work better for this person and situation, you know, mm-hmm. and sure. it's just discovery. And when person understands and kind of mentally ready... We're working step-by-step, step, and here it's professional work as well because people should consider the tax situation, to speak with their financial advisor, and I'm giving along the road uh, different advices.
1: Yeah, so is there some common thing that people have to do with their finances when they're relocating permanently overseas, not depending on the country, but just common thing, how they have to arrange their finances in order to make that transition seamless? Look-
2: I'm not financial advisor. That's why I'm in contact with financial advisors in Canada, in United States, with tax yeah. advisor in Canada, in United States. Yeah. And even people, you know, temporarily considering to work in different place, I would advise them to go and maybe to rearrange their plans, yeah. financial plans with a specialist. It's what I'm to advise. But speaking, you know, Actually, and there is a difference between Canada and United States in regard to taxes because Americans tax in every place might find themselves. So I'm giving you know enough time to work and yeah. to understand from this perspective what might work for this uh, person or family.
1: But generally, they can have bank accounts in the other country Again, and also depend- bank accounts. But it depends. depends-
2: depends okay. on the country that's okay. why uh, i'm we uh, specifying the country one country or gotcha. maybe two and right. after them you know looking on the option okay mexico is the best example as the canadians and americans we can spend in mexico up to six months on a tourist visa so you don't need any immigration papers it's yeah. kind of straightforward if you would consider it but after this you know Maybe sometimes people might consider that it might be their temporary residence. It's a different story. But Mexico actually offering this easy, like less paper condition now. Uh, but if it's a different country, it's a different condition. Okay.
1: So if things had opened up, you were able to travel anywhere that you wanted to. I'm curious what your number one destination recommendation is for any traveler, just anywhere that they could go. One of the, the best places that you've ever been.
2: Oh, you mean as a travel agent? Yeah, yes, okay. personally, it's, it's yeah. again very personally. It depends who, and like you know, different people have different preferences. Lately, I am traveling mostly, you know, for business purposes. Like, but I'm enjoying it at the same time. Yes. So, uh, for example, I I like culture and history. So when I'm going to any places, I'm preparing in advance. You know, I know what museum, what places, what landmarks I am uh, about to visit, and it's part of my plan. So even this year, there is still uncertainty, you know, what countries are open, what closed. Uh, That's why it's so hard to give any advices. But what I can tell, I am planning my uh, time out of Canada. Actually, I was planning to spend my winter in Mexico uh, because me and my Mexican partner uh, planned to have itinerary and driving through the seven different Mexican states to Mm -hmm. communicate with people Uh, my interest was uh, with local expat communities his interest was you know to look for the places and development because a lot of development and constructions are going on in Mexico over the last couple of years and Mexico was open over all this time Mexico it's one of not so many countries which actually didn't close the borders for foreigners. It was closed like American and Canadian border closed, but not Mexicans. Obviously, yeah. they, they paid the price because in the COVID level, kind of yeah. still high. But it's what I'm planning. And I know that many people already, you know, vacationing or looking for opportunities in Mexico. In Mexico, it's a huge country. Again, even in Mexico, like I would advise better places based on the particular situation like for example yeah i have my property which i purchased three years ago in riviera maya and it was okay and it's emerging region and many people like you know cancun Playa del carmen tulum it's kind of uh, uh, known now worldwide but i realized if i would have when i would move and i'm planning to move to mexico it's one of my options I would like to live in different region, you know, Mm -hmm. and for example, central Mexico. So now with all this knowledge, my plan is kind of to sell this apartment and move it to Curetera or Guanajuato.
1: So what kind of lifestyle options are available in those destination countries that you have the most um, expertise in?
2: Good question, and it's exactly what I'm about. Even in the in Mexico, you can live in Central Mexican states with different weather, climate, people, and cost of living. When I'm speaking about Belize, uh, I have partners in Belize. Even in Belize, uh, there are two locations, kind of mainland with moderate climate and community. And ambergris sky, whereas, you know, it's more tropical. So depending on what uh, people prefer and what they're looking for, I can advise, I am advising community in Nicaragua. It's actually Americans who already living in Nicaragua for more than 20 years built for Americans and Canadians and whoever want to join. I mean, it's American quality and design and local prices, what might be better. And so it's already, it's already community which now just developing and, you know, more people join different projects in this community. So okay. speaking about Europe, here's the difference. Uh, like lifestyle in Italy, it might be more pastoral, you know, toscany like for people who like this uh, lifestyle. In Portugal, even in Portugal, there are three, four different regions which are offering different lifestyle, So it's all consideration of what people are looking for, health condition. Uh, In Europe now, it's a little bit more complicated. I mean, more, I would say, bureaucracy, but at the same time, there is more uh, investment by, citizen by investment condition lately known, you know, in Europe, in Caribbean islands, but I am focusing on countries which can be found on my website.
1: Okay. So outside of your business, I'm curious if there's something that you are really passionate about personally. Travel. Travel, okay. I thought that might be the answer.
2: Yes, it all started with my uh, travel passion, which I kind of never had time to enjoy in full. I mean, you know, between contracts, it was like two weeks, three weeks, and I was thinking, when yeah. finally, I will you know do it in the pace I wish to spend you know several months and really to to get some connection or enjoy the place and new culture it's how actually the idea about living in different places was born for me, mm-hmm. and later, I realized that many people share the same passions and interests, but I do it now in organized way I'm developing my connections in different countries and I have planned for more countries but don't want to announce now because by the way I'm not offering some things that I have not yet visited so I need to be confident I need to know people and even now I have some connections via zoom online but I'm planning later to be in Europe and to add some additional destination Uh, to my portfolio, actually the portfolio of my clients.
1: So is is that the most exciting part about your business right now is the addition of those other destinations? Is that the biggest Mm -hmm. opportunity?
2: Maybe, I like to discover new places, but I would say, I think the most exciting part for me, it's actually to help people, to Mm -hmm. help people to find the place where they might prosper, enjoy their life, You know, being, working all years hard, you know, sometimes people juggling several workplaces. And I think it's time, like for me, retirement, it's not a shutdown of the life, vice versa. It's a start of the new chapter. Like now it's a time for you to do what you like, to enjoy your life, to be active. It's active living. It's not for everyone. I understand it. But if you would like really to enjoy life in full and to learn from the cultures, to enjoy different lifestyles, it's actually what I'm proposing as well. I know people, and I wish I would be able to do the same to live during the year, like in two, three uh, different places. It should be considered carefully, you know, from tax and money and all other perspectives, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. So well,
1: on the flip side of that, what do you think is your biggest challenge for your business or your biggest obstacle? I mean, other than the pandemic and everything that's gone on with that, what do you see as your, your biggest challenge?
2: As the biggest challenge actually actually for people to find me and for me to find the people. Like I would say marketing side, because I see myself and understand People bombarded today with uh, multiple, you know, offers, ads, advertisements of different kinds, campaigns. And it's really hard to find, you know, reliable sources. For example, my sources, I was collecting and checking over the years. And my uh, local providers are really proven in many regards. But, you know, sometimes I'm speaking and people have all one, uh, two consultation with me and after say, okay, thanks. We will do our research in the Google. And I say, okay, God bless you. Google is big. <laughs> you know, Google, Google will provide you with all kinds of information which might really confuse people. Or I would like to eliminate possibility of mistake or missteps. And because I know how hard to be lost in amount of uh, information. And yeah. it might be good, like the place and the country might be good. The question, is it good for you? Right. For your particular condition?
1: Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head, which is, that's really what I see as being the difference between what you do and maybe just doing a Google search or using a general travel agency is you have that expertise and with them, the connections and the know-how um, to actually get a solution together for that person's particular situation, you're gonna take the time to ask them the questions to find out about them, which that ties in really well. That's, that's what we do when we're working with clients because there's plenty of information on the internet. You, you just said it, you go out there and get everything you wanna know about any particular destination, but is it right for you? And um, there's lots of questions that Google doesn't know to ask you back, right? Google's not asking you questions back, You're just asking Google for information. So I think that's uh that's very well said, Emily. Very well said. Go ahead.
2: Google will bombard you after then with not relevant information. I know it myself when I do a search. It's how the same Facebook, like I'm working with Facebook trying to to reach people. And I noticed lately people, my potential clients coming out of uh, Facebook. It's what I found. couple of groups that I was working with kind of shut down or, or went to different uh, virtual spaces. It, it's one of the challenges. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm trying to speak out now, to be on podcast, to let people know. And some people, they even, you know, why they would do search about it. They don't know that it exists. Because whatever I'm doing, nobody in the world is providing. Yeah. So it's hard to know what you don't know.
1: Yeah. And you can be the best person that is able to do this, but if people don't know that you're out there or that you exist, then that doesn't matter. That's right. So if people want to learn more about you or contact you, what do you what's the best way to do that?
2: The best way to do it, to go to my website, which is emilybrown, all together, as you see on my logo, emilybrown.com. And on this website, people can find questionnaire I mentioned. People can find all information, a couple of videos, countries I'm working with. By the way, there is Tour to Belize, which I created, which can be found in my website as well. It's kind of additional service I'm giving now. People can find my blog. And I will be adding more content when I will be traveling in Central America and Mexico and Europe, because all what I do, what I'm looking for, for you guys to find more information and to find the places which will match different life and personal condition.
1: Yeah, I was, I was on your website for a while and I there was lots of info on there. It's a great layout. I was getting inspired. I was starting to think about places that I might want to go. So I encourage everyone to check that out. And Emily, I want to thank you for being with me here today. You've been a very insightful guest, and I think I might be ready to re- relocate after this.
2: <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. By the way, lately, uh, there's two new books, ebooks now found in my website. Again, I'm providing a lot of information about countries. Just I really feel that people need to be educated. I mean, yeah. to, to get... Uh, sense of the country and culture and consider it, it's a new adventure. It's a, actually life is opening up, you know, with, uh, specifically after COVID. We, yes. we get different perspectives uh, okay. on life and uh, life-work balance. What I'm saying, less stress by preparing correctly and to find the place where you can enjoy life.
1: Thanks, Emily. And to all of our listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Confident Retirement Podcast brought to you by LPF Advisors, where we're raising the retirement confidence of everyday people to another level, one show at a time. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to the Confident Retirement Podcast with Chris and Mark from LPF Advisors. For more information on them and retiring confidently, please visit lpfadvisors.com. If your ears are pleased and your mind is now at ease, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.